blah, blah. <laughs> What's up, all you Bomaclots out there listening? Shout out to the Indies. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, I know I knew that came out of left field. Just it's just starting the podcast is my least favorite part every time I do it. Yeah. Because it's just we're having a conversation and then it's like I have to hit record and I you know, so <laughs> that, was, that made my day. That's oh, a good I'm way so to glad. fill the gap, so I gotta happy. say. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, dude, it's good to see you. We were we were saying before we started, we've all definitely worked together in some capacity. But, Absolutely. But not, never actually had a good chat. Yeah, no, we're always at like shows together, and I see you across the room, and I'll say hello. And yeah, I've, that's I've always probably the extent of it. Yeah, and I, you know, like we've played with each other's bands too. Yeah. Like in passing, <laughs> you've worked with Have a Good Season, which is a Mayflower band as well. Exactly. Which is, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a great thing. All full circle. Glad so, to be here. Yeah, hell yeah. So we're with uh, Owen and Alex from Mayflower Collective. Yo. Who hello. who just recently like kind of like did a rebranding. Right. Yes. For like the second or third time. It's hard. It's hard with, <laughs> with words because I ran into this with choke artists too. Like, it, like I started saying like it was a collective, and it it just and it, I feel like it might have started even similarly to like what you guys how you guys started where it was just like bands that were all friends, right, running shows yeah. and like just on the same page, and then you know it's hard to define it over over time. So how how did you guys get your start like doing everything? We had a a pretty interesting start. <clears throat> I think the the main thing about Mayflower to keep in mind is that it all happened really gradually and really naturally. There was never really a point where we forced anything to happen. So that's why it's taken us this long to pick yeah, something we, to do. We started in 2013 when we were all like just out of high school, still in or still in yeah. high school. Some of us were still in high school and it was just like we were just on tour together and we were just like wow we were like meeting some cool bands on tour and we were just like we had some cool friends at home too and you know what it was it was jake we were touring together cross on training on your marks we're touring together in a minivan we had two bands in a minivan with a trailer and we called ourselves the mayflower collective in the minivan because for the sole reason that jake had read a book recently jake was uh, the guitarist across town train. Uh, yes and he said that on the mayflower the actual mayflower <coughs> excuse me um, the passengers ran out of water for the last like few weeks of the trip and they drank beer instead, in including <laughs> yeah. children, you know, whoever. I don't know how true that actually uh, yeah, yeah, is. So, so Jake, like, <laughs> I hope majored, Jake majored in history, so I want to trust him, so I go with that story every time I tell it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we liked beer at the time. And we still <laughs> we were do. like, that's literally us. Like, that sounds just like us. And so we were like, we're the Mayflower Collective, whatever. And we get back home, and we were kind of just like, I remember it was at a time when, when like, we were all really, really tight then. Like, sure. And Jake and I used to just have this thing where we would, we would like, go smoke in the woods and just like walk around for hours and just pontificate on like <laughs> anything your thoughts on like the scene or whatever you want to talk literally about anything yeah. we were interested in which at the time was definitely like what the future of that looked like because we were so into like what we could do with music at that time like totally. we, we were like we know that we're kind of at this point where we maybe can do something about it but our bands like no one cares about them at all <clears throat> sure, sure so like <laughs> what can we do to help out ourselves and like these great bands that we see around us our friends bands bands that we met on tour and that's when we were kind of just like if we work together like cross and trainer on your marks had been and we apply that to a bunch of bands instead of just two maybe we'll have the same result and that's what we did. We just started booking shows together, putting out each other's music, like 
coordinating with release dates, doing splits. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how you definitely build it up, just people working hand-in-hand hand on the same page. Yeah. And it's cool that you were saying, like, you got inspired on tour, because I feel like going on tour, every time I go, it's like I see something that makes me, like, that moves me to do shit, like, when I get back. Like, yeah. I see, like, a cool space, or, like, just meet a cool fucking person and have, like, a good conversation, and it's like, oh, that's why I want to do this all the time, so. Yeah, I think one of the coolest things that I've found from touring is that, like, you know, a lot of times when you're still in the in the same place that you grew up in, you feel like you're one of only like a handful of people who feel a certain way, especially if you're like an artist or whatever, because anything you do makes you a minority in some sense. You're like, you're like, you know, everyone has their individual things that they like and dislike. And so you feel like you think a certain way and maybe only a couple people that you know do yeah. but Music's then you go to like outsider thing yeah exactly and then you go to like these different states and you're playing in houses with like you know 20 30 different people who feel the exact same way on the other side of the country you're like yeah. holy shit this is the greatest thing i've ever experienced when everyone gets it yeah that's totally awesome that's sick and then so at this point it's kind of just been so running shows in like out of college right i mean yeah. out of high school and that's also like the best time to start to do something because mm-hmm. if you're right out of high school you seem like the coolest kids to kids in high school yeah <laughs> depends on your high school yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. does yeah but you but like those kids need to be engaged with like something outside of school that's fucking cool and like you know constructive to a sense like yeah. a music scene yeah i mean i thought we were cool the kids in my high school didn't know anything about what we did okay. but no, i thought we were not cool. A, yeah they, they they had no idea really yeah no like i don't know i went to a high school that like i mean I went to this. I went to high school with the Have a Good Season kids. Okay, and so like, we all knew what we were doing, and like we were all playing shows in each other's basements. But like everyone else was just like, I don't know. We it sounds of, pretty like lame, but like everyone was just like doing sports and stuff. And, and yeah, that, that's kind of was the same with my school. And like we had like literally the only bands in my school. I was in a really small school, whereas they were in a really big school. So it was like the only bands that we knew in our school were us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we same. we like collaborated with them instead of collaborating with other people in our school yeah our high schools were like down the street from each other so mm-hmm. like where we're at in jersey um we were in so i went to school at monmouth regional in titten falls okay and then i went to shore regional in uh west long ranch okay right on and it's funny it's ironic shore regional because it's it's a regional school but it's four towns that are literally the size of like one foot yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 that's yeah, i mean so tom... we're all out of uh, monmouth county cool yeah because tom's river is just like one big high school right mm-hmm. like that's for a bunch of towns or something yeah so they all kind of get just sucked in yeah. I, and i knew i knew you guys were based somewhere out of like red bank area because i know that's where you guys primarily well not primarily but you booked a lot of shows a at while, yeah, red bank yeah. rehearsal studios is that yes. place still open the re- as a rehearsal spot it is okay i don't think they do shows anymore and i mean I, I feel like they would but we opted to stop doing shows there because they were pretty expensive yeah. and they only got more expensive yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah like as soon as like we, we did our first show and we got a great deal and then as soon as like we started doing shows other people started booking our, shows yeah, so it became, and they started, it started becoming a venue it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was cool to see but it was just like it got way too out of it, got, it just got way expensive but it, it as a as a rehearsal studio it's a great spot though yeah yeah, yeah. right on so you continue to run shows and now trying to branch out into something else pretty much yeah what were like the core the core bands that you guys worked with at first um so once it was so it started out with cross train on your marks and it was just us playing 
with each other in our towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we branched out a little bit. We kind of had this thing where we knew, like, we went on tour, and the first tour date that we ever booked was with North Runner, which was a band from, like, Suffern area in New York at the time. Yeah. And we Rest knew that, yeah, we <laughs> knew that they were incredible, and they reminded us of some of our favorite bands. So we're like, okay, we want them to be a part of this. We already know that. We knew Have a Good Season was going to be an incredible band before they put anything out because we knew their previous bands. Yeah. yeah. We, we, Same we, with we Safe Face. With them, so. Safe cool. Face we knew, and we were like, we know they're going to be incredible. Let's just wait until they have something to release and then work with them. Tight. And so we started off, our first ever release was a Will Way from Connecticut and The Stolen did a cassette yeah. tape acoustic split together. Yeah, because so we, so we were really tight with The Stolen Kids for a while. Since like and, birth. Um, yeah, so... We so it was across the train on your marks and the stolen kind of who started it and the stolen kind of introduced us to Northrunner. Well, to Northrunner first. Both of them actually. And then yeah, we so you know we got Northrunner involved and the Stone was originally involved and then they introduced introduced us to Will Away because Will Away got stranded in like New Jersey one year and mm-hmm. they reached out to the stolen and so that's how they met and then. Um, we just they came down one time and we met them and we just we vibed i guess right? yeah like yeah it was a cool thing because like like the stolen had um had the connects with them they were just doing show trades with yeah. like whoever they could sure and it just happened to be like a couple really great bands and so like we would connect with them and we were starting to do this thing where we were all collaborating so we're like why don't you guys you know we can keep doing show trades and we can put out music with each other so that we have something to provide for your friends back home and for our friends here yeah. yeah, I didn't realize you guys have, were releasing music too. Actually, yeah, so yeah. It, we so did that for a while. Actually. The, the weird thing about Mayflower is we, and up until like literally the, this past relaunch, this that just happened, we didn't know what we were. Sure, and yeah. and it's I always ambiguous. We like... want we didn't want to label ourselves at first because we were just like we're just gonna do everything. Yeah, we're just yeah. Gonna help each other out. So we kind of started acting kind of as like a our very own like small little label. Yeah. Cool. Um, our first release, uh, it was like a split with the Stone and a Will Away, and it was just like an acoustic um, cassette, and it was really cool. Yeah. Um, and we did, and we we would put out our own music as well. So it started out like that. Yeah, we did like we did like a bunch of the On Your Marks and Crosstown Train stuff, if not all of it. I think we did all of it yeah. except for On Your Marks did one collab with Why Bother Records, which was one thing, was but still was a collab. Yeah, yeah, so it wasn't even shout out John Baisley, but like, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we did North Runner stuff. We did uh, you know just some special stuff collabs and and whatnot. Um, we worked with Head North on on one of their records, although it wasn't. You know that was another collab. They had giant MKT behind sure. them at the time. But the, yeah. like those joint releases too helped too. Cause yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Cross promote and everything. And we did we did like we did fun stuff too. Like we did Christmas records and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. So there's a lot of digital releases as well. And yeah. the Mayflower um, sessions as well was another thing where we were doing live acoustic sessions in outdoor spots and whatnot. We did so many things. Um, it was really unfocused, but the thing is, is at the time because everyone was at home, everyone was just getting out of high school and stuff like that. Yeah, we didn't even like think of it. It didn't matter. We it. had literally a team of like thirty six, I think, people, That's and that included that included bands, people in bands who could do digital stuff. We had publicists, we had writers, we had like people who could do video, photo, everything. So yeah. it was almost like. It was a really cool era for us because our local scene at the time was doing well and uh, we had people who could provide in basically every sense, which was really fun. Yeah, yeah, you're like an all-in-one We were just like an club. art collective. That's why we yeah. didn't yeah, yeah. feel like we had to define it because we were just doing mm-hmm. whatever we could. And totally. then fast forward to like a couple years later, we were just like, we maybe needed to define it a little bit. Sure. So 
and so it was about a year or two ago we decided we'd want to do um because this was when like property of zach the blog the music blog went down and like stopped and yeah. like, they kind of went defunct so we were like we should try doing that so we decided to turn into um we we made a new website and we were posting news and uh doing exclusive interviews and stuff with artists and so we took we tried to take that route for a little bit while still doing everything that we were doing yeah mayflower sessions and all that but we were trying to we were kind of trying to run like a news site in theory if it if if all the wheels are turning at the same time, it could work really well. Right. To get all the wheels turning at the same time. And that was the issue Dude, because yeah. so that was our first attempt to really kind of like hone in what we wanted to be. Yeah. And after, you know, we just didn't have the, the manpower to really do it. Sure. We, it was only a couple of us and we had some great writers and some great people doing the... Um, doing the interviews and stuff for us. Cool. But it was at the end of the day, it was, it just kind of ended up the, there, no one needed the news because the news was just on Twitter. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like, we were just another like local blog. It just wasn't working. Cause we yeah, just... it's like an uphill battle with social media too. Yeah. Cause you know, targeted ads and like your views getting like boshed, you know, and right. the, the and things one that good... everyone in a band or, or collective or anyone who promotes something on Facebook deals with. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Everything gets reach. lost. Exactly. Yeah. But the one good thing that we did get out of that, that attempt, that era was that we recruited Connor. Connor yeah, Meany because cool. he was like the blog guy you know nice. so we were like alright let's have him on the, on the team and he'll kind of focus on that and even though that didn't work now it's kind of evolved into this thing where he's an integral part of the team you know oh, yeah it's awesome yeah so now you're focusing more just on like press stuff yes um, so <clears throat> we, you know with all that said like we were we were trying to figure out what we were and whatever and we were always doing press and kind of managing each other's bands mm -hmm. so um it wasn't until we decided, hey, you know, like, let's just do press. We already do it ourselves anyway. And this is all what we've been doing at our other jobs and stuff. So let's do press. Let's help manage each other like we do. Let's bring on some more bands and let's make it a real thing. Yeah. And it's it ma it just made sense that direction more than like the other directions we went. Because Connor, Connor interned at like a, a pretty legit booking agency. Yeah, right? I think he I think it was, was agency I think he was group. At, uh, it was agency group, I think, and then he was also at Big Picture Media, I think, okay. for a little bit. So he has experience and working in that. Yeah, field. and um, I've 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 worked at um at uh, like the syndicate and Marauder, which are other like PR groups cool. and stuff like that in the city. And so we all kind of have this experience and an understanding of the mechanics. of Yeah. And we, we field. brought on um, Kim Olkowski and she, she, uh, she writes for Stereogum sometimes. So she's helping us with press and stuff. So cool. it just all, as soon as we started kind of making that idea, we were just like, all right, this is going to be much better than spreading ourselves so thin. Dude. Yeah. Cause like being a show promoter in itself and being an, every Mayflower show I've ever went to was great. Like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, like turnout wise, lineup that, that's wise. That's what like, Alex. I mean, that's like a big part of what Alex has been doing—the cool. booking and uh, other things as well. But. Yeah, but to, to devote yourself to so many different things, it's just hard to keep up. Like, yeah. I, I would choke artists for a while. I had the same idea. Like, the site will be all in one, like music reviews, <laughs> and then like you go to the merch store. You, like, but it's like you, I can't have a music review, and it's like saying this album sucks and then it's like oh buy these albums and like if it's yeah. like a business and or you know it's barely a business but like if i'm trying to like get people to be into it and i'm like having opinions that people might might not like like in yeah. print i feel like it can be fucked up podcasts for some reason i feel like you can get away with saying a little more or like it's a little more loose. yeah i mean it's a little bit more there, i think there's some some sort of different 
different thing to it being like a tangible thing that you can see like written you know what i mean because yeah. when you when you when it's also spoken you hear the inf- the inflex in the voice and totally. stuff like that yeah but one thing that I, I have to say that i love about show cards is that you guys do vinyl and i think that's really cool and super badass because that has, that's a high risk game yeah oh dude i, I know I definitely, <laughs> I definitely learned like especially when like and uh the f- the first two years i think this came up on like a recent podcast but i'll, I'll talk about it real quick like the first two years i was doing it i lost so much money like yeah, yeah. but like i made a lot of money like selling like these beanies and shit because it was like it started the same way we were all like 20 21 out of high school we ran like basement shows on easton ave and like you know everyone's going to ruckers like we had a pretty good scene going for a while and it just like it became like popular amongst our circle of friends and it spread out and then doing vinyl was a much different learning experience yeah. <laughs> that i'm still learning but it feels like it's going better now at least yeah i mean we Again, like as, as we kind of mentioned before, we tried doing the label thing for a little bit, and then once we started thinking about it, we were just like, "There's no way. There's yeah, no the the financial day, backing. We're all poor. Like, yeah, I think I'm like five thousand dollars in the hole, like over mm-hmm. like five years. I believe which, it. And that's honestly, all, that sounds pretty good. Dude, like, right? Congrats. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that's another thing with like trying to do your thing. You just have to be so used to like eating shit like that. Yeah. That's I'm, DIY in a nutshell, though, you know? Though. Yeah, seriously. It's, uh, you know, trial and error. Yeah, it's totally. a lot of trial and error. More error. Um, yeah, a much lot of error. It, yeah, it, it's it's definitely an uphill battle, but, but it's But that's like, also it's the fun in it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, what else would we... I don't know what else I would do, Like, so I do this shit. Absolutely. Know? And for yeah. us, it's kind of been like, you know, the at the bottom line, like, if you strip away everything that, you know, we've tried to do or have done or whatever, the, the main thing that we've always just been aiming for is to help the bands that we would like to succeed, who we feel like are really giving it their all and should deserve, like, an extra your, push. Your hearts are in it, which, like, a lot of times when it becomes a numbers game like higher up like with bigger booking agents it's like oh, no yeah. we we have to pay for our overhead we're going to do what's going to make more money absolutely oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. and you know I'm, I'm all three of us have seen that firsthand i'm sure many times but like that's why we've decided to go with what we do now as well the publicity and management because right <clears> now <throat> at this very moment this is what the bands that we're going to work with need sure yeah you guys have, have been around a block a few times too like i mean you've you've been through scenes like running sh- you've literally done everything so like <laughs> you can you can guide some a band who like maybe is more like kind of clueless or just needs a hand with like having ends and shit yeah and you could do that for bands you give a shit about which i think is really cool thank yeah, you absolutely thank you um yeah i mean it's just like be doing press is just i mean that was a given and the management part was just kind of comes hand in hand with it i feel sure because it's like you know we can send your stuff out and help you out and get you know publicity but at the same time we want you know, we need, we all need to be on the same page. And we I, all I need think to the thing that together, exactly. And the thing that that sets us apart from other publicity groups is that like, we're not, we're not a corporate entity. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we want to be more involved with the band on like a little bit more of a personal level than like just emailing back and forth. Like we want to, you know, we regularly try to have phone calls and meet up with our bands and stuff like that to make sure that we're on the same page and that we know each other's intentions. Sure. You know, which I feel like is really important so that we can avoid any of that 
I don't know, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah becomes dehumanizing very quick. And, and like I said, just the numbers game. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we're all in, we're all in alternative in an alternative culture we're not here to conform to a to a capitalist structure we're here to help each other provide something for the next generation and for for the youth to survive on you know yeah you're not scammers like you're legitimately trying to build something you know yeah. if if the opportunity comes where you could do it as a full-time job that and make sick. some money sure. off it yeah. absolutely sick, yeah 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 but you know as long as your heart's in it and you are making money that's different yeah like there, there's like you can kind of separate the two. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, you can tell right off the bat. You know, you know when someone's intentions are, you know, right or wrong right sure. off the bat. Yeah, yeah. I've been just become so jaded by public publication sites over the past ten years that I don't even send albums out when I release them anymore for anything. It's <laughs> it's difficult, and like that's kind of what we're. I mean, we're still learning right now. We just you know we launched last week. Yeah. As like like officially, and I mean, we've been doing it, you know, for the past couple of months, like like getting ready for, to do it. Sure, but like it, it really is difficult. Like like it's not easy. Like we didn't, we kind of like as much as we did it, like in our internships and our past jobs and stuff. Like do, doing it like on our own like this, it's it's a completely different ball I game. F- I feel like a lot of just getting people to give a shit because <clears throat> like I don't I don't know if necessarily like just being an alt press will make someone give a shit. Besides, I mean, some people will. But it like, used to. Yeah. I really don't think it does it's anymore. It's lame as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it really doesn't. And like, and I don't even try. It's part of like the warp Tour generation of doing things. Like yeah. that mindset of like rock stars and like, yeah. you know. And that's where some people are still stuck. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I don't, <laughs> like I would, I, most of the music I listen to, I'm not finding on alt press. Sure. Or, like, it's, like, very small, li- uh, like, music, like, publications, or even just from the bands themselves. Sure. Um, or just, mouth. like, entities that they're hanging out with. Yeah. Now, I think I, mean? I think something that has definitely shifted in our culture is that with so much um, choice that we have, which is a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it spreads, it spreads our ideas so thin and our viewpoints so thin that... There's no one spot to go to to see what's cool because everybody has a very strong opinion about everything. So it's yes. like Rolling Stone could give an album five stars, All Press could give it one stars, and there's going to be people on either side. You know what I mean? And a kid growing up, it's hard for them to say like, "Well, I think it's the best record on the planet" when everyone says it sucks. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, people just like what they like. Exactly. You know? yeah. But if you can help, you know, the bands get heard. The, yeah, the music you're representing. Step one. I just think a, a lot of it just comes ta- down to is the content good, which you guys are checking, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, b- b- as much as it sucks to say, like branding is a part of it because it needs to be something that, like, you guys believe in it for a reason because you know the people and you like the music. And people that listen to it need to believe in it. Like, they have to, like, kind of latch on to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Once you give a shit about a band, like, when bands I care about, I'll check their shit all the time. It's just like, for bands to be in my head that much, like, it, you know, I have to really be into what they're doing. So. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of how we operate too i mean like if we're not about a band like you know oh well you know i don't know we just we try not to we try to we only try to work with bands that we're like really digging because like if we don't have again like if we don't have our heart in it then like i just don't feel that there's and another thing is it's not even it's it's not even just bands that we like it's bands that like we know are like touring and are really kicking ass all the wheels you know have I mean? to be turning totally. exactly yeah, because yeah. we're only a little push you know what i mean yeah. we're just one extra little thing for them to do what we can do to help but yeah, like if you're not if you're not on the road like we can't the, do too much for no, you yeah, exactly no, it's exactly. Waste of time and yeah i mean and like, there's some like there's like some like exemptions like i mean like sure, there always are yeah, absolutely but for the most part like if 
I mean, that's kind of what we look for. Sure. And that's how we... That's, that's just the market we're in. I yeah. mean, like, yeah. if we're going to get... If the people that we can promote to need to see a band on tour. Yeah. And that's really the it's bottom line. Me, that's yeah. what it's about, is, like, liking the music. I, like, I wish show, I could you know? promote, like, yeah. 30 more bands, but we just can't because they're not, you know, they're not doing that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, it's different for certain genres. Of, like, rap, you can have a cool music video and a cool mixtape. And like blow like Chance the Rapper or like yeah a you lot don't of, they don't need to be touring yeah as much and there's sure. there's ex- examples for like rock or alternative bands where it does happen like they get discovered and then like mm-hmm. a major label picks them up and like pumps them out and they're good so people love them but it's mm-hmm. so few and far between now exactly you know mm-hmm. so it it's it's true like all the wheels have to be turning and the bands that you work with have to get that like oh this isn't like. This isn't you made it. Congratulations, you're you're gonna make it. Anyone who says make it now in 2018 needs to fuck off because they don't get it. No one's ever made it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, seriously, everyone dies still. Like, what's the fucking? Yeah, I don't know. So, but like, dude, if you rewind like 16 years, it was like that. Like, yeah, it really was. It's it's crazy how much like things have changed. I mean, like, and like I'm only like 22, so like I don't even know how much has changed because like i don't remember but like you can still tell absolutely like yeah it's so different it's different from two years ago yeah it's this it's changing so it's different from last year yeah you know what i mean like it's every couple months it's going to be different again yeah yeah it's just all these new mediums and platforms online like streaming sites and stuff yeah it's gonna be a completely different scene by the end of the year my hope i mean like it always changes my hope is that somehow we can figure out a way for artists to get paid a little bit more on streaming because i think it's highway fucking robbery sure I mean, as far as Spotify, right? Yeah. What's, what's the like percentage? Do you guys know? Not off the top. Do you get like a no. cent for a fraction of a cent for I, every play? A, a I fraction. Think so. Like every time I've checked, it's my only own after Spotify, you pass a like certain a amount too. <laughs> it's only yeah. after you pass a certain amount. It's like, oh god, I don't remember the actual numbers, but it's like, this is just a bullshit example. Do not quote me, but it's like. If you get a million plays, you'll get like seven grand from that. You know what I mean? Sure. Something like that. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know what I mean? I fuck with Bandcamp so heavily, and I wish I think they. I wish more people would, and I think people do. It's like I think I, it's one of the most popular for like uh, for the alternatives. Yeah, you know, like people feel. that would hear this most likely do. But I just wish it was like common, like mm-hmm. as far as being super accessible. For I mean, it is accessible as far as people using it. Yeah, like you know, you know what's interesting. On it. I so I work at this place called Hip Video Promo, and I I write like one sheets for for artists that are kind of just trying to you know we, we're a music video promotion company and uh i recently did a one sheet for this uh artist called car seat headrest and they i've heard they, that or played they're before. definitely like a bigger band well the I've thing is, is they yeah. so i didn't i always knew the name but i never knew anything about the artist so i did a lot of research and what i found was that i this is why i bring it up because of Bandcamp because this person was putting out independent music on Bandcamp, and he put out like three albums on Bandcamp, just like anyone that we know would sure um but it was the kind of thing where it was almost like uh like one of those like not overnight but overnight ish things for one of his records sure and that's that's where he got all of his notoriety it was actually from Bandcamp. cool so i thought that was really cool because you always hear that from like oh soundcloud stars and stuff like that because it's just a the hip-hop game or the edm game which is in a different state than you know alternative rock yeah, yeah. is but I thought that was really interesting and kind of inspiring to see because then you kind of see that, okay, maybe it is possible to have success from doing it on Bandcamp. But again, that's those one in a million things. It's, yeah, it's harder. Mm-hmm. I feel like that band Beach Slang too, like yeah. kind of got mm-hmm. real big. Totally. It, you know, it's just, it's hard for that to happen and people should have other avenues they can go 
because there's bands that are working just as hard and are just as good yep you know so it's cool that you guys are the extra push yeah doing that we try yeah so did you get experience did you work at the core for a bit yeah i was um i was a dj there for a while and then i was a i was the head music director there listen to that voice Yo, really? yeah yeah I, I was there for like two and a half three years actually really but yeah like 2011 to 13 i think oh like see that. i i was a freshman uh 2013 the, yeah. the spring of no the fall of 2013 is when i was a freshman okay yeah. so i joined like right around like the end of that year i, lo- I loved it though man i was like going to william patterson and making the drive down like, oh really do, like yeah i mean that's show. that's the best part about uh that that radio station they'll take whoever it, it's it's a community radio station so anyone you don't have to go to, to rutgers it's awesome really i didn't yeah. know that yeah at all it's, no it's yeah it's really anyone cool. there's a lot of people that are just there there's a couple of guys that um have been doing it for like 15 years wow yeah yeah they, they're on like their like 30th like semester some, something something like that super super crazy seniors. are yeah. uh steve and mindy still there yeah steve and mindy, they're still spearheading it <laughs> the so whole cool. thing yeah yeah um but yeah i was head music director for a year and so i was on music staff for like two years cool two or three years actually do, yeah. do you feel like you learned like you got experience <clears throat> like for stuff like this yeah no i would say that the only reason i'm like doing what i'm doing like and more like the direction I am going career wise, like other than like Mayflower is because of the radio station. Totally. Because if I wasn't like head music director there, you know, and working with promoters, the promoters that send the music in all the time, I wouldn't know about half the, the, the press companies. Yeah. And then from there, like I, all my internships were because of what, who I met through the radio station. Yeah. You were at the core and you had like some experience doing yeah. that and you at least understood how that stuff yeah like, so like i was like a radio intern at the syndicate for a bit cool and um and then that's like i got some really cool opportunities through that and like became and got really just enthralled in like the whole like marketing aspect of everything sure um was Cause in, college radio is kind of baffling to me too actually <laughs> that that is a whole different ball game <laughs> yeah, yeah it is crazy i still barely understand because they have awards for it and stuff and like mm-hmm. you can chart if you submit it to like certain things and like yeah and that whole charting system like blew up like last year like completely everything just got destroyed and they started a new one really because yeah. it used to be cmj the charting yeah, yes who did did those shows do they still do those shows they don't because cmj doesn't exist anymore oh wow okay. yeah like last year it just disappeared there was like one person working in the office by yeah. the end of the last year and then they started um some other charts started popping up and so it's just i you know i haven't been in college radio in almost a year so i don't know where they stand now but um it, it was going through a little bit of a change when I was there. Yeah, it probably still is. Yeah, and it probably still is because it's going to take a while Yeah, from that like industry standard of what it was. We would get CDs who were on like publicists, I mean like coming through press companies, and some of them were like objectively bad. Like, dude, like yeah. some shit that got sent in, I did on the, a lot of it was good. Like I learned about a lot of cool music and stuff I wouldn't normally listen to through mm-hmm. working at the core. It was awesome. But like sometimes like you would just get like really like, bedroom there is some really bad stuff and i think like the do those artists why... well go on sorry well no so i'm just saying that i think the reason why you get a lot of crappy stuff too is because there's a lot of companies out there that are just you know taking your money so it's like That's a lot of these say. yeah yep. and a lot of these bands are just like okay we're just gonna spend you know a grand or two on this small like six-week campaign sure. for radio and you're just gonna and all they do is mail the cds out and that's it they're not yeah. putting any effort into it not a lot of them anyway yeah and some companies take on way too many artists absolutely they focus on one or two of them and the rest they just oh by the way here's this record spin it we don't care yeah and that's what i experienced a lot and so there's a lot of like objectively 
and you know some people might think it's good, but objectively bad music that is like flowing in. Yeah. And because those companies are just doing it for the money. Because there's suckers out there that are right. Like Actually, but the thing is though, like I don't even blame the companies because you know they're. I mean, that's their job. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, that's part of it. Get, yeah. get clients and promote, and they are promoting. It's just you know, there's some bands out there that are just. It's it's just not it's thinking. Sometimes it's sometimes like especially as as a musician, you notice that, and you say like, you say like, how did that get? there but mine can't yet yeah, no nobody knows about mine you know what i mean or a like, lot of musicians yeah, like, out there think friend, that way yeah like you know? how are like these guys not doing it but this guy did it and it's just bad yeah and a lot of it just comes down to money you know what money i mean and connections like, money and yeah. connections that's really that's that's capitalism baby yeah <laughs> that's the beast i guess that's that's funny though because i mean uh, a company doing it right like if you guys were to do that you would still think about branding Mm-hmm. Or of like course. consistency, building like a, a home, a foundation. Yeah. But I and guess once you have overhead, like once you have rent to pay, it's like all right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whoever, the whole and like game I don't, changes. and I don't blame any company for like for you know having to deal with that stuff. And, I know, just you, feel fortunate that we've been able to somehow survive this long without doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really fortunate about um, that. It, it's funny that you mentioned like college radio and stuff because we, um, on top of you know press, part of like the press that we're going to start doing, and again, trying like last week, and we're going to try <laughs> again, trying. But uh, we're going to start trying to do some college radio campaigns as well. Cool. Because, I, I mean, having, you know, with my background and um, Kim, who's on our team, her background, she was in, uh, she was at WTSR over at TCNJ. Cool. So um, we're going to try and kind of figure that out and some, to try try to just do small, you know, get some local radio stations yeah. in on it and just kind of try to wiggle our way in. It's, I think it's less hard to chart on Billboard, like Heat Seekers now. Like, I see a lot of bands doing it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's based off sales or streams, but I feel like having, getting college plays would contribute to that too. Like, if you guys yeah. know about that stuff too, which I, I don't know shit. I, just I, see I you know, honestly, like, it's the learning process. I barely, even, I barely yeah. know that. It's, but maybe it's, check, check that out when you have bands like releasing stuff. Cause yeah. if, if you have a band that's like do, doing like moderately well, like, cause I've seen like, low level to mid-sized bands and like because they're on a label and like have a, a publicist like they're like oh they get to share the image we charted and then yeah you know, charted on yeah. billboard and you're like how yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 totally yeah, yeah. Totally, so, totally everything's changing and i mean those bigger companies are bending too to accommodate like the internet that they're still wrestling with to understand you know yeah absolutely i so. still don't understand the <laughs> i don't think yeah. anyone what? ever will yeah yeah. Well, I think it's funny because like the the you know the greater industry, the the big beast, you know, is always so slow to catch up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's funny how long it really takes. Well, because they have the most money, so they have the most power. So they're like, no, you you do our way, and then people fucking decide they and milk with, that with shit like clicks. udders for as long as they can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're slow, and you know, people decide with what, what the sites they do use and the the, the ways they do music, listen to music and the the things they do click. You know. Like that's what really affects it. Then the industry's like, oh, we're missing out on all this money over here, and then they go and they over capitalize there, capitalize on something that's already doing its own functionality. Yeah, they and, suck yeah. the blood out of exactly. that. Exactly, it, t- it takes a few suckers to kind of bite on <laughs> to what they're doing. You know, so true. It's hard. Like you want, and everyone's different. Like I don't blame a band. I, I went to this sh- a show two summers ago, and I it was just such bullshit that I actually started writing about why it was bullshit, and then I stopped. But it was promoted by um, Artery Global, like yeah, big yeah. Metal gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, 
I met the guy who was booking the tour for this three bands there. It was like all gent metal bands from the, the internet. <laughs> and Invalids actually played the, the New York date, weirdly enough. But I went to the Jersey show just to hang out. And I think I was flyering, which is, I don't know why I flyer still. But um, I, I met the guy who like booked the show. And he was like, yeah, I work for Artery. I booked this whole tour. And the tour was going not really too well, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand, because one of my friends, like, they dropped off the tour for s- some issues, but mostly because the show the shows weren't good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three big bands, like, you go to their Facebook page, there's all, like, 20,000 <laughs> likes, like, you know, on a label and a management team endorsed by some bullshit, like, company, mm-hmm. like, who mm-hmm. knows. Um, I met the guy who was booking the tour, and I was like, so, man, how'd you get into this? Like, were you... Uh, uh, like local show promoter first and he just looked at me and laughed he's like no I got into this to make money not lose it uh, uh, oh <laughs> just stung so where's bad. the horn you <laughs> 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 dirty God, dog he yeah. got me so good and then like we were talking about it and it's like he had no experience at all he just knew someone and now he books tours that's fucked and that's a lot of it though that's a lot of it's it it's fucked cause like if you wanna book artery bands if you wanna book their bigger like equal vision bands or whatever you gotta take the small ones too so you have a working relationship relationship with these promoters and these companies mm-hmm. so like he can just like be like yeah book these three bands six hundred dollar guarantee for three bands on a tuesday night in central jersey and because the the venues are like well we got to get this band when they go on tour right so we need to somehow make this happen i mean i think i think the guarantee is probably 500 and it might have been like a sunday but or a saturday but the only way a venue can make that money when the band doesn't warrant that much money is fucking pay to play mm-hmm. and then you get into that whole dirty game it starts where that cycle yeah because yeah. the venue's like i we, we have to can't make this afford guarantee. this without yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and it's funny because like as like a like local band like I used to absolutely fucking hate venues that did that. But, like, now, like, at this age, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, an old adult. But, like, like I get it. Like, I, I mean, I, yeah. I hate I hate the idea. But I, at least I now understand why they were doing it. Sure. Absol- like, it, I th- and, like, it's just a double-edged sword. It stems from, like, other people. And, like, not always. And, like, I do think it's inherently bad, but I do get absolutely. it, too. Because, like, look, at the end of the day, if kids play to a bigger crowd and, like, they were able to sell tickets and they weren't, like, breaking their backs to do it, like, mm-hmm. then I guess everyone had fun and who the fuck am I to be like, no, that's not right. That's not how we do this. And then, like, yeah, and, and then there's the other side of it, though, where if that goes on for a while and the promoter starts to capitalize on the kids with that. And take advantage and they of the start, kids. And they start trying to sell tickets to their parents, you know, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. buy 10 tickets for me or we can't play the show. <laughs> Wow, I'm gonna cry in my bedroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that was me when I was 15. Like, that's yeah. exactly what we did. We went yeah. through that. You know Dude, what I mean? I and played... that's why we resented that shit for so long because it was like scarring. You know, yeah. Yeah. you would get like yelled at by these like f- like 40 year old men when mm-hmm. you're like 15 about not selling, selling enough a, tickets like, to not their selling show. 100 tickets. I'm like, like dude. I'm like, dude. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm here. I'm here to have fun. Yeah. Dude, I learned guitar yesterday. Like, I don't. Yeah, like I'm not gonna be good. Like. And so, like, um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's always the two sides to it. You know, there's a reason why that started. And then there's also people who started exploiting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But totally. that's also why it had to change. And that's why we started putting on basement shows in New exactly. Jersey. Exactly. There's you know? a reason why you guys are doing what you're doing now. It's and there's a realize quickly that it was bullshit. Yeah, and there's a reason why this all exists. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, it's not just us. It's everyone's killing it. You know, yeah. everyone's trying yeah. to mm-hmm. try to get through and and the the interesting thing in in music is that there is no one way for anything to to pop off as far as like a new artist there's no one way there's endless different ways that it happens you always hear of a new 
story of how someone got where they are and it's it's really fascinating because of that it sparks new ideas yeah i feel like our way is the most genuine <laughs> and that's because i'm here there's some guy that's like no it's about selling fucking <laughs> right. tickets yeah <laughs> in the same token like our way our way of doing diy is like slightly different than what diy was in the 80s slightly different than what it was in the 90s totally. slightly different than, you know what i mean it's always slightly different than what it is in fucking minnesota you know what i mean totally. like yeah if there's always if, like, different if, if like if the people from like the 80s and 90s saw what we were doing now, they'd be like, oh, you guys are fucking like, like our DIY. You're punk. Yeah, you're not punk, but yeah, no, it's yeah. just we've, we're using the tools that we got. Like, you guys had exactly. like, you guys had like posters and paper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you it. guys had, right? Like you gotta use the tools <laughs> you got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's and, the main point, I think, is that you really, you just use what you got. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And now we just happen to have Twitter. Like, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so it's cool because you guys still have a DIY mindset and at heart, you're hardworking people who care and like want to build something, but you, you're taking on doing press, you know, which is something I would say is not to me DIY, but I'm like so fucking jaded, dude. So I don't, like, <laughs> I'm not a good judge of that. Like, but I do believe like if you're doing it and you're working hard and promoting bands and not doing payola shit, which some of these, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, then it's cool. And, and again, I think it really, and, and I agree with you. Like, again, you can ask, you can ask like someone from the eighties or nineties, like if you're doing, you know, if you're doing what we're doing, they would never say that's punk or never say that's DIY. But at the same time, like, again, we're using what we have in our experience to do it with the right intentions. Yeah. So yeah. who are you to say that it's wrong? Because yeah. I think my intentions are good. I think Owen's intentions are good. Totally. Therefore, I think it's sick. Yeah. Who says, who says, you know, doing like all this press stuff isn't DIY. I mean, we're doing it ourselves, right? Yeah. You exactly. I mean? If anything, if anything, I think it's a step for DIY yeah. because if you can learn to, if we can learn to maneuver that in the correct way, it doesn't have to be for pigs. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, once you can do that, then these labels are going to squirm even more and it's like, Oh, what can we offer now? You know, let's yeah. squeeze them as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I love the fucking, like, there's like some bullshit bands out there. And, um, so I mean, <laughs> this, that is such a, Um, umbrella it's, statement but like, i know bands <laughs> that just like play on ellen like i know people who this, this guy i know he's in a band that plays on ellen and like just like is regularly circuit like i'm like playing on like daytime tv <laughs> okay, shows yeah, and, okay, like, yeah. like opening for the jonas brothers one night and like just like kids just like 13 year old kids like girls at the stupid shows and kids stuff. <laughs> yeah yeah like I mean, they're, not they're, stupid. Not, they're not stupid they're young we were those i mean kids. i was gonna agree with you and i felt like i was being too hasty well, with right. no, we, no no i mean like we were those kids we were stupid totally. but it's you're you're I mean, stupid too, because yeah. you're 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 stupid at 13 because you, you don't learn know quick. that's true yeah. but you learn yeah i'm not it's not like oh these guys are stupid because they're <laughs> stupid yeah yeah you're yeah, stupid because yeah, yeah. you just don't know any better yeah yeah it's just i don't know how long shit like that lasts for the bands like Are you building stuff or is it still a numbers game where ultimately you're going to get dropped by someone? That's a good point. It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I can't answer that. But, like, I don't know if there's, like, a slope for that kind of band. Like, I don't, like, for those, co like, the college touring bands. Like, the ones that do, like, the college shows that open for, like, the main. Yeah. At, like, a, at a couple college shows. Or, exactly, like, yeah. and, like, doing the shows that you're talking about, like, the one-offs with, like, the Jonas Brothers or something like that. I don't know if there's a huge market to grow in that or if you're just that bad yeah i feel like it it depends on what the person in that position is learning and taking away from it personally and how they're using it and yeah, how absolutely. they're going to use it in the future because at the end of the day like an artist who's given everything like that it's like a hollow shell you have all the exterior but once there's a crack it's going to collapse you don't have a solid foundation yeah. there's no core that was built from grassroots 
But if you can take that knowledge that you're learning, which you're super fortunate to get, Absolutely. which no one you need to realize if I but that's the thing is you're young and dumb. But if you if you can realize that you're that fortunate and really take in that information, study that shit. And then when you get to the age where, OK, that's not going to last, it's definitely not going to last. I can tell you that right now. In a couple years when that's over, you can start something real organic that can last you your whole fucking life. Sure. And granted, there's bands in DIY that still disappear too. Sure, but mm-hmm. it's—I sure. feel like it's. You I mean, need, most still, of them. Do. You still need yeah. luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I think DIY is exhausting, and you can get burnt out and just jaded and frustrated too. But super easy. Dude. Yeah, but I, I think just because I'm on the team, it just feels like the yeah. better move. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I just feel like it—it it is more genuine in a sense. You're making real connections. You're not like put on a stage and like your your face is on the side of a bus and like oh check us out. That would be should... sick though, wouldn't it? Yeah, be, yeah dude, that'd be tight as hell. <laughs> But like, there's kids that are tricked into liking something without the genuine content and the core of it being good. It's yeah. like, oh well, you saw me on Ellen, so I must be famous. Come to this fucking show and pay forty dollars to meet me. It's Absolutely, like, yeah. Why? Like, I think meet and greets for the most part should just go away. Like in, in this 2018. Yeah. Well, I mean, like if yes and no, because I mean, like if 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 you're a real fan and you want to do that and you want to get some perks and sometimes there's some cool things with it i absolutely think that they should exist that's true because again i think it does come down to the intention yeah yeah yeah. because there are people that do like that would mean a lot to them like these are cool tools that just get exploited but i absolutely i absolutely agree with you where it's definitely exploited sometimes a lot of the time yeah 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 and most of the time there's this christian ska band called five iron frenzy and they were they were (laughs) big in in the big days of like Christian ska, big ups. Um, but they did a Kickstarter when they re- when they reunited, <laughs> and they they raised like five hundred thousand dollars. Holy shit! And wow. one of the rewards was like pay three thousand dollars and you could come to Denver for the day and hang out with our saxophone player. It's like what? Then someone did it. It's like oh, but that's just the person. And there was and that like, debate on Warp Tour a couple years ago where it was like Sleeping with Sirens was charging eighty dollars for meet and greet, and the main hated that shit. And they they literally put up banners on stage saying, "Why would you pay money to meet a human being?" That was like a war. That's pretty cool. Wait, what happened? There was a band that did this super recently that pay $150 per tour whatever day like you want to go to and you can be our roadie for the day. Do you remember what <laughs> band that was? Oh, yeah, that was recent. It was a metal band. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Suicide Silence. I think it was. Yeah, it was, was like, Suicide yeah, Silence. I, I, like, I guess don't quote us on like the name but it was or one of those bands. Bands. It was a metalish band. Yeah. yeah, but they were. It was like one hundred fifty dollars. You get a lanyard. You get to uh, carry like, our fucking shit. Carry our shit. <laughs> and, and, and like you get to eat lunch with us or something. Yeah. And like that was me. But you may That's you pay one hundred fifty bucks for it. You get a shirt. That sounds yeah. like a fucking hard times article. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely I thought it was, exploited. but it was completely real. And that shit is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> because there's then there's the actual roadies that are like making a living off of it that have to deal with these fucking kids. We're getting outsourced. Oh, I yeah. didn't even think about them. That yeah. sucks. There's like actual roadies that are actually doing shit, and yeah. then you got this 13 year old girl like with a fucking shirt and a lanyard, like yeah, here to help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, <laughs> I guess it means something to someone. Yeah, I'm mean, not saying that this 13 like year old girl can't do it, but what I'm saying it, it's like the idea that oh, like, sure. yeah, yeah, no, she it, could like grab guitar. Absolutely, but water. like she it's just the home. idea that this guy that's getting paid to do this has to now deal with a bunch of kids that are who's also a grown ass adult, 150 dollars <laughs> to just be there, his job and harder. like now it's his job to like babysit, babysit a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. He's just trying to do the gig. Yeah. You know? 
and, no, not my favorite. And, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's weird with the internet. Sh- shit does change. Like mm-hmm. live streaming, I feel like is is becomes bigger too over time. Like people watch, like people play video games on Twitch, and like those people. That's a huge thing. My my little sister like is just like on YouTube all the time watching people play like people Minecraft. Love. Yeah, I teach uh, elementary school. They yeah. love YouTubers. Yeah, like that's just it's, their that's, shit. That's that's like, where like, it is right now. I, yeah. I it's it's crazy. They were talking about that one Logan Paul guy. Yeah, the day of the, the story broke but they didn't know it broke yet like I, I read about it later that night but like he went into the suicide forest in Japan yeah, and like yeah, filmed the that. dead body and mm-hmm. like I don't know if he hard styled in front of it or like was like whoa crazy I'm crazy but kids eat it up yeah the kids were literally saying in my classroom I want to buy merch I want to buy Logan Paul merch <laughs> like, no like they just want to be like they just latch on to like brand, like that guy probably brands well he probably he's a, a YouTuber it's and like, crazy yeah. how much of like the YouTube business how the YouTubers become a business like I remember like when I was growing up I was into like a bunch of YouTube like vloggers and stuff like that but it wasn't a viable career at that point. Now it's like a business. Yeah. If you're if you are like a successful and, it, it's, and, it, and it's just like anything yeah. else. Exactly like you were about to say. Like there's going to be people who take advantage of it. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Making their money, I guess, when they can. That's that's the capitalism. That you're that's right. Coming back to it. <laughs> they they asked me, do you 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 know Logan Paul? And I was like, is is that an X Men? <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, you just don't get it. And then uh, I had like drummers today, and I have like some drum covers on YouTube, and. They were doing good, and we like had an extra like five minutes, and I was like, "You guys want to see YouTube videos?" I was like, "You know, I have a YouTube channel too." <laughs> First thing they ask, "How many subscribers do you have?" Like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, a couple. I don't know, not thirty thousand. Like yeah. another guy. But then they saw, and they were like, "So you're rich?" And I was like, "Oh God, no. oh God, it's like that." Dude, that's crazy. That's the crazy. That's insane. But that's that's a problem. You know what I mean? Because that that takes out all the artistry in it. You know what I mean? Because the the kids who who the like the Logan Pauls before Logan Paul were not were not saying I'm gonna get rich. They're like I'm good at this, so I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And people started to like it. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's yeah. a difference. Well, dude, yeah. it's it's the same. And then it's you're like, wait, I can make money mm-hmm. on this. That's awesome. But I'm still gonna put out quality. It's the same thing like we were saying earlier. It's just like there's some people who has their have their heart in it, and then some people that are like, wow, let's fucking exploit this. <laughs> yeah. But like I, the, the same sort of that idea. That person spoils the bunch, though. Yeah. Exactly. Then it's it's fucked for everyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, go on. What were you yeah, saying? No, I was just saying it's the same sort of idea. Like like if I'm like at work, right, and I say like, oh, I just happened to like mention that I'm in a band or something. Like the people that don't know what a like going to a show is, they're like, so like, how much do you get paid a gig? <laughs> and I'm just like, time. well, like I don't, I don't. And they're like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I was like, I'm just playing in like a basement tonight. Why do you do it then? Yeah. They're like, yeah. why do you? do it? I'm just like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. Watch Game of Thrones? Like, <laughs> like stop. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it, it's like that same sort of idea though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's totally that that the normie mindset. I'll call it. Yeah. Like, where, like that. Yeah. There's there's a certain like demographic of people who just aren't into anything, you know? Yeah. I've, that, I've realized that, that and scares me. I was about to that say that actually scares like, me. Like what do you do? Like yeah. they just they just like lay in their bed and just scroll for hours. It's true. And not not even on anything specific. Yeah. You know, there's no defined interests. There's what people are, are defining like, the themselves right now. There's people curating their their online identity with the memes that they share. Yeah. Like and the like self-respect memes like yeah. don't do it to me twice or like just like you see those like basic people I guess. And I hey no no shade, you know. I, I mean tons of shade, but like there people are going to do I guess what they want to do, but I just feel like it's not 
it, it's vacuous. There's just no, there's try not to, to like something. To try to mm-hmm. like something yeah. is my whole thing. Yeah, read a book, dude. Just do something. Yeah, like I don't. And I'm. I feel like I'm like, like virtue signaling and shit. Like I'm. I'm not saying I'm a good person. Like no, I'm, <laughs> I'm like a bag of shit. But like I have outlets and like I have ways to express myself and it's fulfilling. You know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like people can find happy and it doesn't have to be the music scene. It doesn't have to be DIY punk. Like, it doesn't have to make you money either. Yeah, you could just fucking stitch like cross stitch and like make blankets i don't yeah, know <laughs> like exactly so many things you could do mm-hmm. so i don't know if you're listening i, I hope you, you find a hobby that you like yeah you, get, do something like yeah, watch do, bob ross for an hour yeah get off you know? get off the phone for a bit you know Un- yeah. unplug it because it and uh, we have this problem too and i mean uh, as working in in the music scene especially doing press like mm-hmm. where do you draw a line with how much you're on your fucking phone yeah you know like i i'm on it way too much and we all are it yeah. sucks because you kind of have to we be all though are. Yeah, the, it's funny because like you know like I'll be out and like it looks like or I'll even be at work and it looks like I'm just being an asshole texting someone but I don't text many people like I'm on like Twitter like run like or like writing an email or like you have like, to have to your ears to the ground yeah you yeah. have to have an ear to the ground mm-hmm. for, and it's like I'm not like saying like hey what are you doing yeah what's up like I might be to someone but like I'm not just like hey What's up? Like I'm like on Twitter. Like, me. what's this next band? Yeah, I might be talking to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing hey, right now? Hey, how are you? What are you yeah. wearing? But like, other than that, it's just like I'm on like, all right, what's this band doing? Or what is everyone doing? Or what can I be doing right now? Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to be is to be active. Mm-hmm. And you just hoping like it, in a few years you can be like, yeah, I worked really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, I also hate it because like I hate my phone. But well, I, I can't not be on it. Well, the problem I feel paradox. like with, with with the the internet is you can someone can create it like a, a Facebook profile is like a business card for someone. Mm-hmm. So you create your own identity and branding. And like I was saying, there's not like necessarily substance. Like you post a fucking picture of, of an omelet. Oh, this is me. I hope you like it so I can get points. And like, yeah, that's when it's like a false and like it kind of exploitative. Cause like, and I mean, we all do it. I do it too, but it's like self-importance based off like no real content. Like check out this ironic syrup. I'm like eating with my yeah. food and shit. You know? Yeah. Here's this picture of me. Like, Here's a really fucking funny quote that I didn't write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's you know, and it's it's, it's really just for that like that momentary instant gratification, which which you know what it it makes you feel good and stuff like that. It's dopamine drip, like yeah, the likes. exactly. Yeah. And I'm a fucking narcissist too. Like, absolutely. That's, that's the thing is though. We that's all the thing are is now. We're now we're now addicted to that dopamine fix. You know what I mean? We can't stop. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting culture that we're living in right now. We're mm-hmm. all part of it too. We can't even try to stop it if it, we wanted to. And it doesn't end really. No. Like there's no like, We're only at the beginning. Yeah. This shit just started. Yeah. That's the worst part. Or yeah. the best part. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it could be cool again. Maybe it'll come full circle. You know what? Yeah. And here's what we come back to. Let's just hope that we don't exploit it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well That's said. fair. That's fair. So Mayflower Collective, <clears throat> right? Be check them out on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah, mostly Twitter. That's where I, we. Facebook is such a scam. Instagram too it's is bad. It's getting better. Yeah. Facebook it, videos do better, like in general. Yeah, we you know, and we like a little insider info. We tried posting like a like a like boosting a video the other day, and like it didn't work because it had a little bit of text in the video. Oh, that's bullshit. And, and that's where the scam comes in. You're like, All right, I'm gonna spend ten bucks and like try to post this on Facebook or something. Yeah, just for people to see because you know. You you know as well as like I do, you have a thousand likes on Facebook or some, 
three people see that post. Yeah. Yeah. And so you want 10 people to see that post, you pay five bucks. And then you have a text or two, like a logo in your video. And now it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. The, pr- the parameters are yeah, extremely so, strict. I'm uh, curious as to who set those. Uh, you ever heard of Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> no. <laughs> Zuck. by the Zuck. I have this yeah. movie for you. It's called The Social Network. <laughs> um, Good no, but yeah, so Twitter and Instagram are definitely spots to find us yeah totally and we do have our new website too mayflowercollective.com oh right on what's on the site like bios yeah we have bios for all the bands we have up-to-date news for when we have press going for the bands and whatnot Mm -hmm. um we have all all the bands socials and links to their music their music videos um the cool thing about like the roster page is like that kind of acts as like their quote-unquote like epk kind of all their news and stuff so it's like you go to like have a good season or if you go to you know any of the other bands, you know, you're going to see their bio, their recent news, where you can find their, like, where they were published. Uh, pictures, Spotify, Music current videos. videos. Yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. So it's like a, it's like another spot for them to post as cool. well. Right on. Um, and then on the site, we also, we actually have, finally have a merch store as well. So cool. we got shirts and pins. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I'm hoodies one, one day. Oh, yeah. Hoodies one day. <laughs> dot dot dot. Let's leave it at that. I, I, I we can't. posted about our merch today, and the first comments were like hoodies, hoodies. <laughs> We've had hoodies as, as like they're expensive to make. They it's are, like but 15, we only 16, did so for the, the past couple years. We've been doing hoodies just for the bands, just to have, just because we were just like a gang. Cool. <laughs> and that was our initial intent. We're like, let's just yeah, yeah. We're just gonna be a gang, squad up, <laughs> and yeah, just a big squad, and like. Now it's like turned to everyone wants the hoodies, and they're just so expensive to make. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, we might be able to print them here. Yo, let's <laughs> print your little print shop. Down Choke artist Mayflower uh, collab 2018. Yo, I'm <laughs> down. We've we've done some sweatshirt prints just as a test, and they actually came out. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll talk about it off the pod, but yeah. Yo, you guys have to help me get have the have a good season like on the road. We've been <laughs> right. trying so, like so when I said long. when I said earlier that like you know there's some exemptions to like you know oh bands on the road you you got to be touring it's have a good season yeah um, <laughs> they they just you know they're all in school and they're all good they're too good of kids and yeah <laughs> um I but, feel it I saw like someone emailed me from Germany today like hi I don't have a credit card I have PayPal I want to buy have a good season record I, I believe like, it dude yeah, they're, they're so okay. good they yeah. they would kill it on the road. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's fucking team up. There's been let's so many times because yeah, I'm, totally I'm like technically book the yeah. booking branch or whatever, and like there's been so many times where I've been like, "Yo, Dan, like, <laughs> like I'll book it for you. I'll do it all. Just yeah. go. Like you don't even need to know <laughs> until you leave for tour. Let us just take it. Let's yeah. let's let us do it. I'm coming yeah. with. Like, don't yeah. even worry about yeah, it. We'll yeah, play yeah. for you. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they're so good. Yeah. Like One day a, when Safe Face goes out, like even if they did like three dates or something, like Jer- Jersey, New York, Philly, yeah. like let's just we gotta try to like get right. them out. Now yeah. we're gonna work together on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you guys working with Safe Face too? So we. Safe Face have been with Mayflower for a while, and Tyler from Safe Face is like one of the guys who like really. He actually helped us with the website. He's the a best. lot. Um, he most of our the, our last website he built from scratch. He's cool. an incredibly talented. So uh, is that what he does for work engine. on the road? Yeah, he works uh, for he works for like Pearson or something. Oh wow. Yeah, like he's really good at what he does, and um, he's a workhorse. Really. Yeah, he he's not he's never not working, and so he's he's working with Mayflower a lot, like on the side, and Safe Face was. Is, is and forever will be part of Mayflower for a while, but you know they got a lot of stuff coming up, and um, you know they they they're just building a new team. Sure, but like you know we'll always be there when they need us. Totally, and that's what I always feel, regardless of where you are. 
like where your band goes, whether it's like Safe Face who are building a team right now and kind of getting to the next step and doing a full US every like two weeks. Yeah, um, or like a will away that they're, they're on triple crown now and they've got their old team. Like we're always going to be there. Totally. So it's like, you know, n- you're never not a Mayflower band. Yeah. I feel that. That's what with choke artists too on like the roster page. It's like, uh, none of these bands are signed, but they're all a part of our like weird family mm-hmm. club. Yeah, and on our, on our side too, we've got the act, we've got like the active members, and then like the kind of like members we've legacy members, legacy yeah, members. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you alumni, call it. yeah, alumni, whatever you want to call it. Like they're still on the site because they're an integral part of like how we got there. So. Hell yeah, cool. And it's MayflowerCollective.com. Yep, right on. Yeah, yeah, definitely check that out. Check out Mayflower Collective online. What bands are you guys playing in now, too? Uh, I'm in a band called Nearsight. And that's your solo stuff. And that's my solo I hope stuff. The show goes well tonight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm playing down the street and like actually, like now. But yeah, I'll yeah. get there. <laughs> I'm in America Part Two. Oh hell yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Check all that stuff out. Yeah, let's wrap it, guys. I gotta get the band practice too. Yep. But dude, th- yeah, guys, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, it was thank a lot you, fun. man. This is fun. Hell yeah, thanks, man. It's good.